0: You've arrived at the Frontline Records Rewind Podcast. Your host, Brian Healy of Dead Artist Syndrome, a little-known goth band, executive producer, Adele Meisenheimer, and engineer, Scotty Z. You can find us here on a regular basis, so keep coming back. Right now, sit back, relax, and crank it up for Frontline Records Rewind And this will be part two of our interview with Brian Quincy Newcomb. Brian Quincy Newcomb has been a music journalist, a pastor, and a teacher. While attending seminary in the early 80s, he contributed to the Minneapolis-based Progressive Pacer before getting work with CCM Magazine while on a year internship in Chicago, where he interviewed the Resurrection Band from 1982 to 2005. Quincy contributed to CCM as a columnist and writing album reviews and features, including cover stories with Rich Mullins, Petra, Matt Kearney, and others. For 20 years, from 1986 to 2005, Quincy contributed frequently to the pop and rock music coverage of his local news outlets, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, and the Riverfront Times, eventually contributing to national publications like Billboard, Paste, Cornerstone, and HM. In the late 80s, he joined with publisher Paul Emery and a small band of wannabe journalists and arts to invent Harvest Rock Syndicate, which Quincy edited and contributed freely for over eight years. Starting out as a quarterly published on Newsprint, HRS was a standard bearer for alternative Christian music, celebrating punk, hard rock, metal, as well as folk, hip-hop and music by Christians in the mainstream, the musical genres that had largely been ignored by CCM and other Christian music mouthpieces. The Altar Boys and Stripers shared the first cover, and bands like The Choir, Undercover, Daniel Amos, and Adam Again all made the covers. Many of these acts went on to win Harvey's, the yearly Best of Awards voted by the readers. A direct slap at the Doves, which were dominated by more predictability by CCM's big Nashville mainstays. Along with Cornerstone Festival, Harvest Rock Syndicate was one more way for the burgeoning alternative Christian rock industry to find its audience. But many have said it was there at a crucial time to launch a number of these artists to national careers. And if you're curious, Quincy did finish seminary and was ordained into the ministry of the United Church of Christ in November of 1983 where he served churches for nearly 29 years, which means that most of his musical reviewing has occurred while writing sermons and planning services. Concert reviews were squeezed in between consistatory meetings and teachings and Bible studies. In 2005, he earned his Doctorate of Ministry degree at Eden Seminary in St. Louis. He is currently serves as Senior Pastor of David's United Church of Christ of Kettering, Ohio, near Dayton. Today, welcome via the phone lines the Reverend Brian Quincy Newcomb, to our podcast, Frontline Records Rewind. Number six, The Swirling Eddies, Zoom
1: Daddy. You picked, I Had an Experience. Uh, Yeah, um, again, you know, Terry's writing is always compelling to me. And what's amazing about Terry's writing is that after all these years, he still has the capacity to surprise me. And when I heard that lyric... um, I was surprised. I, you know, it's that whole um, CIA thing. The whole this, this whole uh, creative um, fictional narrative that he he wrote this around this song was just utterly uh, culturally significant, charming, fun, and uh, and at the point of that matters, it has something to say that's actually relevant.
0: Well, swirling 80s off Zoom Daddy, I had an experience. That was the swirling 80s of Zoom Daddy. I had an experience available at Frontline FrontlineRecords.us, Amazon, and iTunes, so please go buy it. The next one doesn't surprise me at all. First of all, there's a line in this song I'm going to tell you that's not true. Mike Knott has never ridden a bus in his life. <laughs> okay? But it's a great opening line, and I asked him about it today, and he said, Well, I just wanted to you know, tip the hat to the government. You so go. you
1: picked a rocket and a bomb. Right. Which is just, well, the beauty of it is, again, it's, it's, it's Mike doing fun kind of, uh, I always think Michael's got that deep. Uh, bombs fun.
0: <laughs> well,
1: it, well I, I'm thinking in terms of uh, like psychedelic furs and uh, love and rockets, bands that have that deep male voice thing going on that, that Mike does so easily and so well. Um, and, and it, so it recalls all that. It, it really reminds me of an era at a time. And, uh, and I like the fact that it's on a Christian record that, uh, and doesn't take itself all that seriously. Um, sometimes I think you just have to do something that seems a little fun and anti, uh, anti establishment, something that seems a little crazy and outside the pocket.
0: Well, uh, that was pretty much outside the pocket. <laughs> You know. <laughs> All right, so here's uh, Michael Knott, uh, Rocket the Bomb, off the Tentative Collection,
2: Mister. Can you please tell me what's in What is wrong with me I'm never in your company Mr. Out and Mrs. Out What is this all about Before you know it You've come in And all I ever wanted was a good Job in some bus fare. In the rocket, in the bomb.
3: A rocket, in the bomb.
2: Mr. Banks, is there a Mrs. Banks? Is she the one that turns the crank? Is there a Mary Poppins still? And all I ever wanted was a good job and some bus fare and a rocket and a bomb.
3: A rocket!
2: There Mrs. God, could she help me find a job, one that pays enough to take
3: a rocket in the
0: the bomb off the definitive collection available at frontline records.us itunes and amazon please buy his music and his art i would appreciate it the last one didn't surprise me so this is shaded pain what about that song hit where you live
1: uh, this is a very existential song it's a it's a song filled with uh uh prayer for healing and wholeness and um and it, 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 it takes life seriously. Sometimes, sometimes life is just beautiful, and it's too good to d- describe. Their words can, are not adequate. But other times, you know, it's, it's banal and difficult and harsh, and um, people who you depend on can be cruel. And this song gets at some of that, and I think the honesty of it is, is worth, worth all of it.
0: Well, here we go again. Michael Knott. Shaded paint off the definitive Michael Mountain collection. First, we find
2: the Then we take the play, shade, shade, baby. We put on all the masks, and then we play the game. The love we never find Cut by the body Forced to run and hide What about the human The human I'm inside How can we be forgiven If we don't live our lives We throw off all the shackles then we wear the chains, shade, shady pain. We find out who we are, and then we lose our name. The answer, then we take the blame. Shame. Shame. We put on all the masks, and then we play the game.
0: That was Mike. Not Shady Pain. When yeah.
1: you lose someone you love. Yeah, you know we're back to loss. You know, I I just don't think Christian music has dealt with great integrity with the negative emotions. And um, when you lose someone, either in death or because your relationship breaks or because a friendship comes apart, there is loss and pain. And uh, we we just don't deal with that side of life with uh, credibility in Christian music because there's always this attempt to somehow. Somehow, for us, as we think about it, redemption has always got to have a smiley face attached to it. And and uh, what I like about Rick's early records, and and I think he's probably been true to that since that day, but uh, especially these early albums and how influential they felt to me at the time, uh, was that they just really took life at its uh, at face value. And and sometimes it's, as I said, sometimes it's fun and easy, and sometimes it hurts like hell. And this is one of those songs that gets at that hurt
0: awesome introduction i think i'm going to use that when you lose someone you love rick elias off 10 songs
4: To own the bottom line Come up to collect You will drop down to your knees But brother, what did you expect?
0: as Rick Elias, when you lose someone you love. Next one, I could have called this a mile away. The Lost Dogs. First track you picked, Breathe Deep.
1: Yep, I, I have to say that um, that song captures the gospel in its purest, most radical form for me. I've probably, any song Terry's ever written and pra- perhaps any Christian song ever. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the worship genre. But uh, that's a song I would love to hear in church. It's full of radical inclusivity. Um, I played it once uh, for a seminary professor. I was uh, leading a chapel, and I played it once as a worship, uh, a piece of worship. And my, my dear uh, seminary professor, Peggy Way, she, she turned to me and she said, Brian, I think there's something in that song to offend just about everybody. And I said, you know, I'm pretty sure you're right. And I think that's why I like it. And uh, sure enough. All right. Well, here it is. The Lost Dogs Breathe Deep.
0: Dogs. Breed deep off the best of the lost dogs available at Front Records US, iTunes, and Amazon.com. I gotta keep plugging it because if we don't these people won't get paid. Which they probably didn't the first time, so we're trying to make sure it happens this time.
1: Yeah, that's a sad story. So-
0: your, yes, that's another sad story. Next song, Bullet Train.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's I mean it's, it's a it's a clear anti gun song. Um it's a clear song about uh, death and violence in our society. It's uh, it's got one of Mike Rowe's great guitar riffs on it. Um, I love the uh, the lyric about um, MLK and Kennedy. Um, it's a classic, edgy anti-gun song. You got to love it.
0: All right, here it is. Lost Dogs, Bullet Train. That was Bullet Train off the best of the lost dogs. Frontline Records Rewind is grateful for our sponsor, MyS Music Group. Fans can now purchase full album downloads of some of your favorites for Frontline 599 Go to Frontlinerecords.us and load up your iPod, iPhone, and Android, and any other electronic device or music holder. And hurry. Before Mai's music groups realize what they've done. Interviewing Brian Quincy Newcomb, former publisher of Harvest Rock Syndicate, now just a mere pastor leading hundreds of people to God every year. Isn't this great how this works? This one broke my heart. Number two. Yeah. Adam again, worldwide yeah. favorites.
1: Yeah, I remember listening to these albums when they didn't make me sad. Um, but Gene's Early Death um is now all over this music for me and uh it's a sentimental favorite I, but i but again i the, when i first heard this music i loved it like uh like i can't explain and uh and it didn't make me sad it uh it filled my car with loud loud noise and uh and i've always thought adam again was one of those great treasures that never quite never quite got the attention or the opportunity they deserved
0: I agree. First one off worldwide favorites, Homeboys by Adam again. When you get through this place, it's just a reception
5: room. You hang your hat up, you pull your car off in the lobby. Summertime on the street where I grew up. There was black guys and white boys and Mexicans, and we loved to make the football game. Light post and light post. Here comes another car. Get out of the way again. But we never miss a day, and we'd hardly miss a night. We talk about each other's sisters under the streetlight We didn't care about the world about nobody but the homeboys. The tiny and the strong, everybody knew that they belonged. The homeboys. Yeah! I used to walk to high school every day with Jerry G. We had sort of connection, I think. Cause he taught me how to ride on the wall. Taught him how to play chess. Some kind of strange urban link. We never missed a day in those 20-minute talks. 15-year-old drive-by shooter took him off of us. Hang your head to hide your eyes. Watch a thousand cars go by with the homeboys. We learned of loss that day, and everybody knew that.
0: homeboys by adam again the next song is probably the hardest song since gene's death for me to listen to
1: yeah i i I would bet
0: there's a video of it up on youtube for those who want to take the the time to look it up so what is it about river on fire that appealed to you the first time you heard it while gene was alive
1: this one is a sad song. I mean, there's no, uh, there's no, uh, up tempo chorus or, uh, or rock and roll thing going on here that, that kind of makes it redemptive in the positive sense. It's, uh, River on Fire is, uh, it's, it's about an actual ecological, um, you know, happenstance. The Cuyahoga River in Ohio flowing into Lake Erie used to catch fire. And, uh, Gene uses that as a metaphor for the, Broken ugliness of human existence, and uh, it is a sad song. I, you know, I was, I, you know, I, I said his music used to make me happy, but this song never did. Um, it's about the brokenness in human relationships. It's about real loss and sadness. But again, when you're honest about it, you can find a way through it. And and that's what I love about this music. It it, it looks through the the pain to the redemption that's at the other end. And uh, but it's a a smart lyric and a, a lovely, lovely song. Gene Gene's vocal on it is just uh, heartrending.
0: Well, off worldwide favorites, Adam again, "River on Fire."
5: I knew what you needed for sure, I've seen in your eyes you need more, much more.
0: was River on Fire, Uh, I let that ring out all the way through the guitar at the end, because uh, I just think it's one of the most exceptional pieces of music uh, ever recorded in the history of CCM. Well, here's the number one, and I gotta tell you, there was no freaking surprise at all for me on this one, pal.
1: (laughs) I think if anybody's been paying attention to what I've been doing these last years, there was no doubt
0: the number one Ryan Quincy Newcomb frontline band of all time Daniel Amos yeah and you happen to pick songs off our personal favorite world famous hits now
1: yeah, that way I could do songs off more than one record
0: <laughs> sneaky all right best tracks first one you picked Wall of Doubt off Alarma they're right. free of Larry Norman
1: yeah yeah you know the amazing thing about Daniel Amos, probably is that their history goes all the way back to the very earliest days of Christian music. Wall of Doubt, again, uh, gets at, you know, one of my key issues that Christian music makes it sound like belief is simple and easy. And once you believe your life just gets simple and easy and you should just smile all the time because loving Jesus and walking through the world is just, you know, it's just as easy as pie. And And I think we all know that that just isn't true. Um, we know that the world is uh, is a good place, um, but it's broken. And uh, that brokenness is in us as well as in the world. And uh, and we could be more honest about that. And that's what Walls of Doubt does to me. It talks about uh, the faith of God that's available to us if we're honest and, and acknowledge the the stuff that's going on that's real in our lives so that the The good news of Jesus can actually get down to where the hurt is.
0: Here it is, Daniel Amos, Wall of Doubt. Alright, those Daniel Amos, wall of doubt, off our personal favorite world famous hits. The next song you picked, to me, should have been one of the biggest rock hits
1: in the history of music. I know, I know. And Jerry, you know, wrote that wonderful guitar riff and the lyric is so smart. Jerry just really put together a wonderful a wonderful idea. Um, you know, and it was it was uh you know it was in the mid 70s right I mean it was uh, 78 79
0: it was, it was actually being played live even before horrendous disc was recorded. okay the song is I love you 19 by the way uh, is what we're talking about
1: yeah and it's we're back to we're back to uh, songs that epitomize the gospel message in a powerfully relevant way for me and and like breathe deep the breath of god with its majestic inclusivity this song gets at that you know and and that record had you know hounds of heaven on it and it had other wonderful songs but this particular song uh you know it, it had an edgy beatlesque stonesy kind of thing going on that beautiful guitar lick by jerry and uh, and a message of love and uh, redemption it just It was perfection, and why someone didn't find a way to make that a mainstream pop rock hit eludes me all the time.
0: Well, maybe someone someday will. Anyway, Daniel Amos, I love you, 19. God bless you, Brian Quincy Newcomb. Thank you so much for being on Frontline Records Rewind, and uh, hope to talk to you soon, my friend.
1: Blessings and peace, Brian. Grace and peace. God bless you.
0: Well, we just want to again thank Brian Quincy Newcomb. This has been another episode of Frontline Records Rewind Podcast. We're going to have some more interviews with some of your favorite artists coming up in future podcasts. But for right now, this is Brian Healy, Adele Meisenheimer, and Scotty Z. Grace and peace. May all your hopes and dreams come true. Scotty, call the limo.